I am the law. Don't you understand? I represent the law. Well, piss on you. And piss on your law. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Hump Day Wednesday is here in the house. How are you guys doing out there? It's the morning hoot right now. Gotta give J-Man a special shout out today. He was, uh, he's helping me, uh, get a hold of our guest for this weekend because Hollywood's been feeling under the damn weather and uh, I don't think it's from the shot Uh, I think it's from uh, just being cold out and the weather sucks it's like frosty up there and I have to ask China Doll if she can reach over here on the table hand me her chin so I'd punch her right in the mouth and that's because it is cold out and I don't want to move on it I don't want too. I don't want to go to a warm weather side. I want to punch her right in the mouth right now. I think, you know, personally, I think she's fucking Jack Frost. That's the only reason I would think that she wants to stay in Illinois. Where it's cold, where it's freezing, where I can't ride my bike all year round. She's fucking Jack Frost. That's the only thing I think of. That's what comes to mind. I think that she runs up to the North Pole and does a couple nights with him while I'm sleeping. You know, Jack Frost is magical and stuff. The prick that he is, it's cold. Hi, China. Why don't you lend me your mouth real quick? Why? So I'd punch you right in it. Why? Because it's cold out? There is frost everywhere. Well, that seems to be an issue. It is an <laughs> issue. And then my daughter's up in Ashland, and it's snowing out there. It's going to be a bad winter. Trust me on this one. We haven't had one for a couple years. This winter's going to be bad. And you know what? Thankfully, I went and got a tractor with a snowplow, so my ass ain't out there walking around with a snowblower. Because it gets cold. Wow. Oh, wow. And here you're the one that's in there. Old snow, that's a bad word. It is. It's a curse word. Stop swearing. Stop swearing. Come December, I'll bet you a million dollars this broad's going to be crying and whining how cold it is. And when I say I want to move to a warm weather state, she's going to say, I don't want to leave. But she'll bitch about the weather. I bitch in the summer too. That's too hot. Summertime. This summer's been really bad. This past summer was hot it as hell. It sucked. Hot as I was at the Rumble. I was sweating in places I didn't know I could sweat in. I guarantee. I. I don't doubt it. <laughs> don't doubt it. Good news. Good news. Hollywood is happy this morning. Virginia. We got rid of that socialist prick last night in New Jersey. Oh, my God, that's a close one to call. 
the first uh, African-American uh, lieutenant governor of Virginia, a Marine, baby. Shout out to all your Marines. One as well. What happened to that? And it was funny. They're going on these other stations saying white supremacy won. They never learn, do they? They're going to get their asses kicked left and right in 2022. And they're going to still be crying racism. I loved it last night. I was so excited. We do have hope in this country after all. (laughs) There's many a dumb fucks out there. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have some hope. There's a lot of dumb fucks out there. <laughs> I'm looking at one. Shut the hell up. I thought I was looking at one. You uh. are the complete dumbass. <laughs> and I'll never... You know what? I'm never going to forgive you during the wintertime. I'm just not going to. That's fine. That's fine. Just keep the shovels away from me when I'm around your truck. And you know what's funny? She is like her sister, Shocker. She falls on her ass at least one time during the winter time. Oh man, I eat shit bad every winter. At least it's like, once. did you learn how to walk? <laughs> no. You know how I learned how to walk with a giant helium balloon. Okay, that is how I learned to walk <laughs> when I was nine months old. <laughs> Not even gonna lie, I got photos up in the attic of it. We were having a very interesting conversation. We were having audio problems yesterday. Yes. About how a person can change. Yes. And it was very interesting to me because you actually were having an intellectual conversation. You got your mind out of the gutter, which is always good. What? But I found it a very... That it's in the gutter or out of the gutter? It was out of the gutter and you were actually having a conversation. Uh... I can have And it's a topic that should be talked about, and especially in light of this uh, victory last night, because people can change. Yeah. I always thought once a person has something in them, they couldn't change. But that's that's false. They can. But there are people out there. And I think it comes with age. But there are people out there that do refuse to change. Well, there's a difference. Refusal. And then actually stepping forward and wanting to change. True. Two different things. But I think a lot of it also has to do with the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. Or... Why, why is it got to be situational? That's what I don't understand. There has to be a point in somebody's life where they say, this ain't working out for me. What do I have to do to make things better? Mm-hmm. One of the things I never understood... Is say, you grew up on the west south side of Chicago. You know it's a damn war zone over there. Mm-hmm. You're always afraid to send your kids to school. Why wouldn't you say enough's enough and change your environment? Because the biggest thing, the biggest issue with that kind of situation is money. Money is always going to come up. Money's always going to come up. How hard is it, though, to do what you need to do to get out of that? You can't always blame money. Well, nowadays, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is a lot of people don't want to do that. They choose to stay in that situation, I believe. Yes. Because 
yeah, they may talk about getting out of it, getting like getting out of the, you know, shitty neighborhood or whatever. Shy rock. You know, they choose to they they. But then on the other hand, they're like, <sighs> you better watch out, man. They might say white supremacy. Uh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> they but, might come out and say white supremacy. But what they end up doing is saying, well, it's just easier to stay here. Easiness is something hard to overcome, I believe. A lot of people like the easy way out. But I think you just hit it on the head. You did. You really did. If the situation's too easy, like it's not easy enough to change, why not just leave it alone? Mm -hmm. You know, leave it as is. And I think that's the hardest part to actually change Mm -hmm. is that way of thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. It's that way of thinking that will actually keep you down. Yeah. 100%. They don't want to deal with it. Like, um, I was reading last night, figured since we were talking all about change and everything, I was reading last night all about... uh, I know, I had to come into the bedroom this morning and hear the fucking phone going off. I was like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) You don't understand that wakes me up downstairs, do you? What, my phone? Yeah. Well, that was TikTok. Oh, I know. But go ahead before you lose a train of thought. Yeah, Don't, don't make me mess up now. I was reading since we were talking about change yesterday, and we're talking about it now, continuing basically where we left off, but reasons why people resist it, Mm -hmm. and uh, like one of the biggest things that people, the, the excess uncertainty, like walking off a cliff blindfolded, you know, then people will, you know, if they they feel like that's what change feels like to them. Well, yeah. So you know what? It's actually a good example. As long as you knew me, mm-hmm. I was tattooing. Yeah. Yeah, I had other businesses, you know, that I made my cash in. Owned the shops. But there was a point I knew... That I couldn't do it no more. Uh-huh. And that changed freaked me out. Uh-huh. I always told our apprentices, you can always make your money. You to jump on a train. As long as you have your equipment, you'll always have money in your pocket. Yeah. I always used brass or iron machines. The heavy boys. Yes. Not like they got today that, you know, that it looks like, like a pen. That are light as hell. I used brass and iron. So that took a toll on my hands all those years. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, I couldn't even do a 15-minute tattoo without being a, It just hurt so much. And I don't know how many times your hands were stuck in the position of right. holding that uh, machine. And I said, you know what? It, it, it's time. It's time to say... And it was affecting my artwork because I love my Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just time to say goodbye to that part of the life. Uh-huh. Even though I personally thought I was living the biker dream. My own tattoo shops. I got to ride when I wanted to ride. I got to do what I wanted to do. 
If you didn't feel like going in, you didn't have to. Right. <laughs> so that was like walking off a cliff for me. Blindfolded. Because you didn't know what the uh, what was ahead. Because I was doing, it started what, in 2011, I started playing around with the blog and it just started going and going and going. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of lucky to say, you know what, I can make this work. But it was scary not being able to tattoo. Scary. You still make comments about it today. You've made comments about a year or two ago saying how you wanted to go back and do it again. and then. But now I know that even my eyes ain't good no more. Nope. You're like, nope. Well, you sit over here and smile, and we're talking about change. You can't smile (laughs) when you go through that kind of event. That was livelihood that was taken because of health stuff. So you're going to eventually think to yourself, you know what, I missed that shit, I want to try it again. Then you know, and you step back and say, nah, you can't. And I just can't open a shop again, because what fucking fun is that going to be if I can't tattoo? It wouldn't be any fun. Because then you got to deal with other people's shit. Exactly. you got to hire, hire in and... I don't know, it doesn't seem to be, like, in our area, I'm not going to speak for every area, but in our area, it doesn't seem like to be the big deal anymore. No. Uh, tattooing and piercing ain't no big deal, because everybody has it. And I said back then it was going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, everybody's going to still run out and be like, ooh, I want to get this done. You know, like, spur of the moment stuff and whatnot. You know, like, I've got a couple that I still want to get done. Mm-hmm. But it's like, then, then it's like, now, since you don't have the shops anymore, and... Most of your artists are, like, in Wisconsin. The ones mm. that used to work for you are, like, like very far gone out of this area. Mm. It's like, God, where do I go? <laughs> it's like, I don't even know. So I, I, I can relate to that deal right there where it's like walking off a cliff. But I had to change. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't understand people's unwillingness to change. Because it came second... You know, came natural to me. So when I go back and talk about people living on the west and south side, I don't get it. And I never let money stop me from anything. Well, you know, if you really think about the big picture, I mean, we're all basically like creatures of habit. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and routines are like an automatic thing. And you change that. It's gonna screw up your routine. Mm-hmm. You change a, anything in your life, it's gonna screw up like your like a daily routine. Mm-hmm. It's gonna throw it off, and which is gonna throw off everything. And it's like, so it's the routine you, you people get, you, get scared of. You get so used to the way things are that even though you want to change specific things in your life, you don't i guess or refuse to because of the because of the fear mm-hmm. of what's going to happen if you change mhm you know it's like okay i mean of course i talk about my surgery my gastro bypass you know i went and had you know something major done but then my thing was is i didn't think about i mean i really didn't the long-term aspects of it. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what if something goes wrong? What if this? What if that? What if What ifs are a lot of... Big part of it, isn't it? And that's the big thing is people always have the what ifs. Or... And that's what scares them away. Or you sit there and go, woulda, coulda, shoulda. And And then 30 years from that moment, you look back and say, man, did I screw that puppy up? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's all, and every situation is different because it depends what part of your personal life you're going to change. Well, well, let's take relationship <laughs> or marriage as an example. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like people People that, refuse to change in that kind of uh, situation. Yeah, that's for sure. People do, ch- the, some people don't want to. Some people refuse 110% to change in those situations because they're set in their ways. Mm-hmm. Can you teach an old dog new tricks? They say you can. Is it but true? But not necessarily. But is it true? No. Can you change a person to be what you want them to be? Doubtful. Well, I'm not talking about changing who they are. What about... Them working on attitudes or drinking or doing drugs. How do you help them out with that? Well, with that, like the drinking and the drugs and stuff like that, you can't change somebody that doesn't want help. Always. that That's 100%. If, if, if they don't want to change, they don't want help, they're refusing help for something in that situation... There's really nothing you can do because they have to be the person inside themselves to be willing to accept help to change. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I think don't you'd be a help. better person than me on that one because I, I, I can't stand drunks. That's the one. I, I can't stand them. And maybe that's because of my childhood working up. I just can't do it. Mm-mm. It's hard. That's why you don't go to bars. <laughs> That's why you're the better person to talk about that kind of stuff because I truly believe that it's hard for them to accept what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it is 100%. It's, it's, I mean, God bless those that have been able to change and kick those. If you got to drink a fifth of Jack Daniels when you wake up, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. If you have to have another fifth at lunch during, you know, while you're working, something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And they always go back and blame it on events within their lives. They blame it. At some point, you're going to have to say, I chose this. Exactly. Yep. But a lot of it, like, okay, let's just use drinking. As an example, a lot of times people drink to forget things. Mm-hmm. People drink to shut everything off. You know, like mm-hmm. go numb, not feel things. You know? Right. And people are too afraid to stop the drinking, in my opinion. They're too afraid to see what happens when they do stop. Mm-hmm. They're afraid. Because that 
they set themselves like like I said in a routine. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's a lot of people that are around here that hardcore hardcore drunks and even getting in severe accidents in their vehicles didn't stop them. You figure that'd be a wake up call. Mm-hmm. Nah. They don't care. They still do it. And even with DUIs, they still drive. They don't care. But then it's like you got to wonder what is going through their head mm-hmm. as far as you, you're out, you're hammered 24-7, you're driving. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't care what happens to you, but what out? what about other people? Mm-hmm. What about what if you hit someone? What if you hit a family? I think it's at that point when they get their ass thrown in freaking jail and prison is when they want to change. You ever, did you ever notice that when a, a convict goes into the joint, they automatically find Jesus? Not all of them. Some. But most of them find Jesus right away. Or religion. Mm-hmm. Well, wait a second. You should have done that before you did what you did. There's a lot of people that all of a sudden find God. There's people that don't believe in God, and on their deathbed, they're preaching out to God. You know what? I never, ever, 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 ever think there's an atheist on their deathbed. Nope. I don't think there's so either. There's never an atheist on their deathbed. They're always praying to some God. They're saying, oh, God, help me out. Please forgive me, blah, blah, blah. Why me? Well, wait a second here, man. Up until that point, you were an asshole. <laughs> Up until that point, you didn't even care. It happened. That's kind of like human nature, though. Mm-hmm. Human nature says what's good for me until it's not good for me. <coughs> That's true. That's true. Whiny human beings, man. There's a lot of them out there. <laughs> whiny, whiny human beings. We'll be right back. First uh, commercial, not commercial, Uh, first break.
Something has come to life between us two The boys are pushing hard and playing out the best
great show, so stay tuned. That was so exciting. Tune in every morning at 8.15 Central Standard Time for The Hoot with China Doll and Hollywood on WMMRDB Rockford. You know what? That was a very, very good point. What? Which one? People are just sometimes lazy. Yeah, it's because it's a lot of work to change. And who wants to do more work? Well, if it betters yourself, why wouldn't you want to do the work? Because some people just, they're like, <sighs> I think it's generational. It's too, they don't want to put forth the effort. And that is a sad state of affairs because there's like a vicious cycle that happens at that point. That's true. You don't want to change, so you pass that down to your kids. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they pass it down to their kids, and it just keeps a vicious cycle going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what happened on the south side, west side of Chicago. They just keep on passing that down to their kids as a normal life. And you notice a lot of the families uh, that are out there, the, the kids grow up and they stay there. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a second here. Break the chain. Break the chain. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what our daughter did. Yeah. She broke away. She broke the chain. She far away. Well, she broke the chain because, like... First one to go to college. Yeah, first one to go to college. First one to get... A professional job. Yeah. Didn't have to hustle. Nope. She did it all the right way. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. Good for her. Because she wanted the change. Yes. I'll still never understand, like I said earlier, why people don't want to change their environment. That's a big one for me. I couldn't live like that. As soon as it started getting bad in Chicago, what happened? We moved the kids out of there. We got out of there. I said, I can't send them to these schools. Well, when our daughter came home from school the one day when we lived out there, and she goes, Ma, this is too easy. Mm-hmm. School was too easy. Right. We had to find something that would make her... Well, the neighborhood wasn't getting that good. No. The so we had to move that. But it's like, I, I wanted my kid to be challenged. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but Chicago schools, a lot of them just push you through to push you through. Most of them can't even read when they get out. But it's like when you, when your kid's coming to you saying that it's not challenging enough, it's too easy, mm-hmm. and is basically asking to be challenged academically, man, you got to change something. And that was a very hard move for me because, you, as you know... Can't if see I, the Sears Tower. Yeah, if I couldn't see the Sears Tower, I got homesick real quick. Not no more, especially when we have gone back. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? I say to myself, what the hell was I worried about leaving here? I went from, I can't leave the city because I was so used to it. I was so, everything, my surroundings were normal. And then it was like, screw this. When I go back, it's terrible there. You're like, we, we'll go back for one reason or another, and you'll be like, why'd we stay here as long as we did? <laughs> and I think that was a hard change for me, myself, mm-hmm. because that's all I ever knew. Mm-hmm. All I ever knew was look up and there's the Sears Tower, the skyline. I knew I was at home. Mm-hmm. 
and I would get sick, homesick well, like I mean, a motherfucker. It's like you grew up out there. I grew up in Schaumburg, which is another basically huge city. Mm-hmm. And not the nicest of people, bunch of snobs. And coming out here where we are now, where it's like you could walk down Main Street and every, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Remember when I first got here, I, I, I was an asshole. You were. I was and, like, and dude, was why the a... fuck you saying hi to me? I don't know who the fuck you <laughs> yeah, are. I don't know who you are. Fuck off. <laughs> the best is your interaction with the cops when we first move out here. Oh, you Gomer my... Pyle, motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> I was You're like, never oh, going to let me live that down, are you? No, no. That and giving Did up. you see their face? Yeah, no. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you Gomer Pyle, motherfuckers. <laughs> the sad part was that was a female cop. You said that too. <laughs> And she was like, wasn't she like... She uh, was dumbstruck. She just looked at you and her jaw dropped. <laughs> You're like, dude, this we're from, I'm from Chicago. What is this crap? <laughs> this ain't how you roll. <laughs> you got some psychopath, man. You be football tackling them out in Chicago. You just standing there. <laughs> like, God, but I think it's a ch- I think it was a change for the better. It was. And the school's just definitely better out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a school is a school, but I mean, they, man, she, that gr- that girl went through all kinds of honors classes and this and that, and got her to where she is now. It's time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your nastiness ready. Oh yeah, it's Cards Against Humanity time. And by the way, what? I ordered up some mics that'll be ready for the end of the month, man. We're going roadie, man. Maybe that'll get some of this freaking sound shit under uh, control, the mics. But anyway, Cards Against Humanity. And you actually got some good ones today. I do. You've been really sucking lately. I'm sorry. You have. You've been sucking. And not that way. (laughs) And not in a good way. (laughs) Whoops. It happens. All right, now this one, this one had me cracking up. What two items might you purchase at a grocery store to purposely get strange looks from the cashier? Rubbers and maxi pads. No, no. Hemorrhoid cream and vaginal itch cream. <laughs> well, that's your daily use items oh, anyway. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. That's your daily use stuff. <laughs> no, it's so how's that purposely? <laughs> no, it's not. I've never bought that stuff. You didn't see that one coming? I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you use hemorrhoid cream? No, I don't. And you use vaginal itchy things? No, I don't. I use vaginal cleansing wipes, not itch So why cream. you always inching your cooter? Well, when you shave down there and it starts to grow back, don't blame it, gets it on itchy. shaving. No, that's why. You need some vaginal I ice cream. I do not. What's wrong with you? No, I don't. You get very, very protective of the poontang. I do. Because it's pretty. And it smells good. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> smells like roses. Uh, KY Jelly and Rope. That's a good one. <laughs> Who said that one? Bedlam, of course. Oh, well. 
bedlam of course that shit doesn't shock me <laughs> you nasty well how is he nasty when you're talking about vaginal itch cream and <laughs> hemorrhoid cream <laughs> I, I never okay ky jelly and rope KY Jelly and Rope, man. He's uh, channeling you tying, his inner you tie, 50 Shades of Grey. Tying somebody up and putting the KY to get him in the poop shoot. <laughs> Is that what I need to do to colon cleanse you, Fuck by off. the way? No, thank you. What do you mean, no, thank still you? still not happening. I don't care. Dude, you can put a whole jar of Vaseline on that shit. It still ain't happening. <laughs> no. Exit the fuck only. <laughs> you get so, so. Exit only face the facts buddy <laughs> i will cup and run before you even have a chance to put it there oh and, my god and i am not going to accept your oops it slipped no no mm mm oh my god you know what i just got an email that came through what? from johnny iron what Oh, man, I have to hit this motherfucker on this. Did you hear the holy grail of MC culture de- definition of rub? He said it was racist. He thinks urban means black and brown people. He has no clue. <laughs> oh, my God, this fucking guy's dumb. Anyway. Are we talking Skeletor again? He said a rub was racist. <laughs> and urban was black A rub and brown is a people? rich urban biker, you dumb fucker. <laughs> it's racist though it's racist because it's black and brown people he thinks that stupid motherfucker <laughs> it never sees no wonder he was put out on bad because he's a dumb prick you know what i want to do huh i want to send him two things what <laughs> a helmet <laughs> and a box of forks yeah, no shit. So then he man. can hold that fork and be like, and like stab himself with it or something. I don't know. He's stupid. Candle wax and ropes from Odie. Hey, uh, y'all are fucking pornographic. What the hell? You know what? They've been in this Discord server so damn much. <laughs> Walmart booster cables and condoms. <laughs> That's from Donna. <laughs> Cucumber and condoms. Uh, Rubik's. Rubbers and peanut butter, you are a sick fuck. <laughs> are you using the peanut butter with a pet or a person? That, you know what? I just can imagine. Rubik's is probably doing his dog. I don't think he has one. No, he doesn't. Well, have then one. he's doing a neighbor's. <laughs> Why would he need peanut butter? I don't know. Why does he need peanut okay, butter and rubbers hear, unless when, he's doing a dog or a sheep? When I hear when I peanut butter, when I hear peanut butter, I think of this chick I went to high school with. <laughs> You said this. What did she do before? She put peanut butter on her hoo-ha and had her dog lick it off. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, she told us about it. I didn't witness it. She freaking told us about it in the girl's locker room. Right. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And let me guess. She said she got off. She said it was really cool. We should all try it. I'm like, well, don't have a dog, so nope, not happening. What the fuck? So, you know... I bet that's so what Rubik's he, is doing. He's that, doing a sheep or he's that, doing freaking like, a dog. Mm. I think Katie Bug should be worried about him cheating on the dog with the neighbor's dog. I'm telling you, something's going on there. Sick puppy. God, what is wrong? Ew. <laughs> Some people have issues. They got big issues. Other people are all Fifty Shades of Grey and shit. 
And here he is with peanut butter. He's just going to stand there with a... He's got some Skippy in his hand. What are we doing? <laughs> you know what? Instead of Rubik's, now his nickname's Skippy. <laughs> Call him Skippy. That's Skippy, everybody. All right. <laughs> New thing. Rubik's is now Skippy. Skippy with a skirt. Next one. Skippy with a skirt. <clears throat> Skippy with a skirt. All right. You, oh, you want another one? Yeah. All right. Ready? Here we go. I have a strict policy. Well, everybody should have this policy. First date dinner. First date dinner. Second date kiss. Mm-hmm. Third date. What? I'm saying you're fucking needing a helmet and a fork because you're going too slow to the fucking pink taco. <laughs> You that can't sh- get that shit on the first date, man. Get rid of her. <laughs> that's an issue. That's an issue. Damn. Is that where I'm going wrong? Women should be easy nowadays. Most are. I thought these feminists are supposed to be taking it in their own hands. Well, you know, to each their own. To each their own. Just saying. Why would it take so long? I'm, I'm you, just, you're, I'm, you're either with it or you're not. So either you go for it or you don't? What? Exactly. It's ridiculous. What's wrong with my answer? If she ain't on her knees the first date, something's wrong. (laughs) My goodness. Everybody. Dick in your ass. Anal. Blow and go. That's what I'm saying. Especially on the first date. If you want to get off, blow and go, and then you won't have to deal with the bitch. And and this is why I like Katie Bug. (laughs) Rubik said dick in her ass. Katie Bug's reply was, nope, exit only. Damn right, girl. You know it. (laughs) You better watch out, Katie. He might put that freaking Skippy peanut butter on your ass. (laughs) You know, I I think he's the one who's in the rim jobs. Freaking, uh, you know, Skippy. Skippy? Yes, that's what he needs the peanut butter for. He's rim jobbing it. Why even go to that trouble, man? You know, Skippy peanut butter is the same color as shit. (laughs) <laughs> well, a little kid diarrhea shit. Yes. So why even melt, uh, it, melt it and put it in a pamper? There you go, Skippy. <laughs> now see that brings me to like. See that's what Morbik just put in. That's fucking Skippy right there, man. <laughs> Nasty fucker, you. Craziness. Okay, when when we're talking about Skippy. The thing that comes to mind with that is I went to a baby shower and they had a bunch of diapers with candy bars in it, Mm -hmm. melted candy bars inside the diapers, and you had to actually guess what kind of candy bar it was by, like, sniffing it. And do you know how gross that looks when you're picking up a diaper that's got, like, a melted Snickers bar or something in it? And you're like, dude, I'd punch you in the mouth. What? Did you do that? We had, I went to a baby shower you didn't once, have to and they do nothing. did that. I thought it was a funny game, but it's like, I don't even want to, I'm not smelling that. How do I know it's not real baby shit? <laughs> That's like, my favorite thing is throwing a, when you got a bunch of people at the pool, you throw a candy bar in there. <laughs> well, we got a panty reveal coming up with this dummy. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh yeah, we got a moment that you're going to remember forever. This is going to knock you out. You're going to be looking at that screen going, holy shit. It's time for China's panty reveal. It's hump day. Here we go. It's going to be a thing to remember. It's a onesie! Long underwear. I think they all missed this one. That's a hillbilly dance right there. <laughs> that was a hillbilly dance by China Dow. <laughs> That's how they do it down in West Virginia. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, that was a funny one, and not one of them got that one. <laughs> the hell would have thunk I would have stood in here in a onesie, long underwear outfit. And you're probably naked underneath. I am 100% naked underneath. I got no panties or bra on, as a matter of fact. But oh. come on now. Oh, you're, let, you're letting the puppies uh, roam free today. I mean, they're not, they don't have footies, but... <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Y'all guessing granny panties and shit like no. It's long underwear like a bitch. Cause it's cold in here. <laughs> I leave the windows open in the studio. They are. They're open like about six inches over here. This thing is huge. I'm like freezing. So I figured I got some mint green long underwear going on. Y'all, ne- y'all never would have figured that one out. Come never, on. Never, ever, ever. You didn't see that coming. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to have some fun. It's hump day. Go out there and hump your old lady. Have some fun. Pass us around like a hooker. I'm Adi. Later, Gators. (laughs) I don't fucking know.